0: Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast.
1: We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. All right, well, listen, today, I I was asked a while back, I was asked by Brother Garland, he said, hey, I'd like to share some words with the church. And I looked at him and, you know, I'm just so proud of him because I've known Garland uh, for a long long time now well since about 2009 when I started working with them at a place called New Vine Logistics here in American Canyon And I met this guy that and I'll share the same story I shared with with you often But when I'm when I met this guy all of a sudden I see him reporting to work every morning with Believe it or not Garmin had a smile. Okay, he had a smile and then he gave a hug to everybody in his department And I'd never seen that before, saw a man especially giving a hug to all the other guys. Okay, these are just guys. And I'm going, check this guy out. Who is this guy? I'd never seen anybody do that. So I got to know him there, and then I invited him to our Friday night movies in the park. Um, And eventually I saw him there at Friday night movies in the park. This was probably three years later, and uh, he brought his family there. So this was, I'm talking probably 2012, 13, no, maybe 14, when we reconnected. All of a sudden, I see him there, and then I invited him to church. I said, Garland, you've got to come to church with us. And if you know Garland, you know he's a man of his word. How many know he's a man of his word? If he tells you something, and he tells you he's going to be there at 1 o'clock. He's going to be there at 1255. He's going to be there early. And so, sure enough, he was there at the school where we used to meet the following Sunday. And guess what? He, he instantly doubled and tripled our church because he brought his his in-laws, all his uh, sister-in-laws, their husbands, their cousins, their, their brothers and sisters. I mean, the church was booming with his family. Yeah. And it was a great thing. Yes. And, uh, and so it's wonderful now to have him today as our guest speaker, but... To see the growth in him from, Garland is a naturally a reserved man, and all of you know that. But when he has something to share, I want him to share that. I want him to share that with all of you. And to see the growth from a man that came out of the Jehovah Witness congregation, and I'll just throw this out there, they deny that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, so we'll just leave it there, but... Um, To come out of that into believing that Christ is the Son of God, to believing the Word of God from a confused state to now a believer, I'm proud of you, Garmin. I'm very proud of you. So give him a big hand as he comes up today.
0: Well, I was nervous, but he kind of just took some of that nervousness away. Good. Good. But getting up here, honestly, has been a journey. Probably for the last 18 months, a lot of things have been going on. Um, but last month, sometime I felt like God was trying to tell me something. I felt as if He had placed something, or He had placed a title and a story from the Bible in my heart and in my mind. As time got closer and while trying to prepare this discussion, my mind was going in so many directions. I had a brother who was placed into a mental facility and another who was in ICU and eventually passed away recently. But even with all that going on, the title and the story from the Bible that God placed on my heart and mine was still repeating itself. I'm going to say this. I was driving one day and my mind was just falling. And I was doubting myself. like, should I be up here? Should I get up on stage? Should I share what God has told me? And I'm listening to Caleb. The song comes on, Stand in Faith. So how can I deny what God has told me to do?
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
0: So, the story is from the uh, Bible book of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 22 to 23. And this is from the NIV version. The story is from when Jesus walks on water. In verse 22, if you have your Bibles or your electronic devices, and I believe it's going to be on the uh, yes, stuff up here. Just follow along with me as I read, please. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up onto the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already in a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because The wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you... Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water, come, he said. Then Peter got down onto the, out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him you have little faith he said why did you doubt and when they climbed into the boat the wind died down okay, so I've shared the story or the bible, bible story with you now maybe you're wondering what the title was or what God was sharing with me the title was is your faith strong enough to weather the storm mm-hmm. That's good. Now, I've heard the terms of um, weather the storm before. And maybe some of you have done it as well. But, you know, my mind's going and I'm like, why is God telling me this? I have to look it up. I mean, I need a clear understanding of what, what to weather the storm meant. So, the definition of weather the storm, is to deal with a difficult situation without being harmed or damaged too much. And that's from the merriam dictionary. Now in the Cambridge Academic Dictionary, it defines it as if someone, is, if someone or something weathers the storm, they successfully deal with a difficult problem. Now, I mean, my mind, I'm telling you, my mind's going and going. So, I'm like, how does this apply to us? I mean, you want me to, you want me to share this story. I'm like, like, how does it apply to us? So, um, I had to revisit the scripture, or, or Matthew chapter 14, and I was looking at verses 28 through 31, and said, Lord, if it's you, uh, Peter replied, tell me to come um, on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter goes down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw him, the wind was er, when he saw the wind he was afraid and beginning to sink and cried out loud, Lord save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? So I'm reading this and I have to put things into my, my perspective. What if we change things? Let's take Peter out of the equation. And let's replace him, replace him with me. Or maybe with you. And Jesus tells you to come. Would you go? Now instead of the water, let's place let's take it um, as if we're in the world today the world that we, that exists, that we're in and as you step towards Jesus you see your friends and your family turning their backs on you. You see people taking drugs, you see violence, you see people struggling financially, you see people dying and now, now all of a sudden you hear this nasty virus so are you willing to step out confidently knowing that God is telling you to come to Him and you know that He wouldn't let anything happen to you so once again would you go or are you going to step out uh, are you going to step forward and get distracted from the things going on around you and begin to doubt and begin to sink into the ways of the world. I mean, this is bad to say, whether we want to admit it or not we all have experienced a storm or maybe gone through a storm. and um, and at one time we were that person who was crying out loud for Jesus to save us. Because we were sinking. Yes. But then, I had to go back into the verse. When I read in verse, 30, um, in verse 31, when Jesus says, You have little faith. You know, now my mind is really, really, really wondering. I mean, it says, If Jesus said, you of little faith, then how do I build my faith? How do I make it become stronger? So once again, I had to turn to the Bible. I had to turn to the scriptures and look for the scriptures that would help me figure out the ways that I could strengthen my faith. And maybe these ways can help you as well. So, ways of strengthening faith The first one was to trust in Jesus. Now I know that I'm driving in my car and I'm doubting myself, and I'm like, "Should I be doing this?" And then the song comes on. (laughs) I mean, if that wasn't a sign right there, I mean, He's telling me to to stand in faith, and if He's telling me to stand in faith, I know that He's with me. So. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. But in order to trust in Jesus, you have to get to know Jesus.
1: Amen. Amen. Yes.
0: But how do you get to know him? Point number two would be, or the second way would be, is by reading the Bible.
1: Yes.
0: Romans 10, 17 says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. Now, have you ever just picked up a book and felt as if you could relate to the person that you were reading about? And that you felt like you could relate to them? Well, that's how the Bible is for me. I mean, there are so many stories in the Bible that coincide with Things that we go through today. Yes. I mean, I have a favorite book, okay. and I have a favorite story, and maybe so do you. And maybe I'll tell you mine, but you got to tell me yours also. Mm-hmm. The third will be through prayer. First Chronicles um, six eleven says, "Look to the Lord and His strength; seek His face always." The more time we spend in prayer, the more comfortable we become with sharing our burdens with the Lord. Jesus wants us to trust him and feel like we can can come to him with any of our problems. He wants to hear our voices. He wants a personal relationship with us. Amen. That's right not just us but he wants a personal relationship yes, with amen. everybody amen. that means the people outside of this church yes, amen. That's and that the world is big yes. <laughs> imagine how many relationships that, that could be um, the fourth would be is sharing your story with others Psalms 66 16 says Come in here, all who have respect for God. Let me tell you what He has done for me. We all have a testimony of how God has changed our life. Yes. You never know how someone might be affected by your story. Yes. But if you hold it to yourself, they're never going to hear your story. That's
1: right. Reach your brother.
0: But, you know, we share our our story. We want the other person to to gain something from it. We want them to build the strength in that. But do you realize by sharing your story, you're hearing yourself and you're reliving that time that God did something for you. So not only are you building their strength, you're definitely building your strength. The fifth would be is to be around fellow believers. Yes. Romans 1:12 says that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. If you can't do me a favor, look to the person next to you and say, "Your presence strengthens me." How about we do that one more time? But look to the opposite side and tell that person that your that their presence strengthens you. Amen. So I know normally I get up here and I, I mean when I share I share and it's from my heart. It's from things that I've been through and. I can honestly say that all your guys' presence strengthens me.
1: Praise God.
0: Amen. Was, Thank you, Lord. I've had uh, towards the end of the last year, about within six months of each other, three deaths that were close. My mom, my father, and then a the guy that I considered my dad as well, even though he was a, a father of my sister. But he was there for me. At one time, I mean, sorry, during that time, I kind of shied away from coming to church. I was, I guess, wallowing in my own sorrows. It was a Sunday. It was, I came to church. I had to be here. I mean, and then just walking through that door, And seeing everyone here, whether it was one or two people, it was me being strengthened again. It's like iron being um, struck against iron. I was becoming sharper, strength, uh, stronger. Um, But these are some of the ways that I was able to find. that helped me uh, to build my strength and I hope that it can help you as well. I know that we all are going through certain or different circumstances in our life and we cry out to Jesus just to save us, yes. it's because we can't do it alone. That's right. That's right. If we don't have Jesus with us or even reach out to him then how can we be helped I can't do it by myself honestly I can't even swim (laughs) so oh you too (laughs) but yeah I mean Jesus has definitely done something for me in my life and it's been a journey maybe It's been a bigger journey than what I thought. So, I'm going to ask one more question. It's when you're in the midst of the storm, and you're crying out to Jesus for help, and he tells you to come, would you be confident and step out, knowing that he's there for you, and he would never let anything happen to you? that time this a little bit more but I'm going to let Pastor Rick take over Amen
1: Was that great? Yeah. I'm so proud of Garland um, you know just To know where he's come from, to know that he's a man of very few words, but when he does speak, they are impactful words. I've known that about him ever since I met him. But to know that where he's come from spiritually, to see the growth in him, it's just amazing. So, Garland, thank you and God bless you and your family. Amen. Thank you for sharing those words, those reminders. Is your faith strong enough? That's a question all of us should ask ourselves every single day. Is our, is our faith strong enough? Because the things that we're facing, nobody prepared us how to face these things that we're facing nowadays. He mentioned three deaths. There's some of you other families in here that have been facing death and sorrow so much this year. It's just been unbelievable. Uh, those of you that have known people that have passed this year or are just struggling it's been amazing, but that's where our faith comes in. Amen. Our faith is, is what's needed to survive these days. So again, uh, I love what you, what you captured there. It, it starts with getting in His Word. How do you develop that faith? How do you get to know Jesus Christ? By getting in His Word. Yeah. There's no other way to do it. It's not going to be by osmosis. It's got to be by getting in His Word. Okay, well, Pastor Rick, I don't like to read. Well, put it on audio. There's podcasts. You can listen to the Word of God every day. You can listen to it on the way to work. You can listen to it at home. How many hours did you spend on social media this week versus how many hours did you spend reading the Word of God? And that's not to just condemn anybody here, but it's just to remind us of how we use our time, how we waste our time as well. So let's make sure we're reading the Word of God. Let's make sure we're praying let's make sure we're getting alone with God not just here but in your own space in your own time and then it's that building up a fellowship attending church being together with other strong minded believers because I'll tell you what he hit the nail on the head he said he was wallowing kind of in self-pity when he was staying away And, and that's what the enemy wants to do to us at this time he wants to make you and I to wallow in our poor, pitiful me, all these bad things are happening to me and, and my family, and, and I've got it worse than anybody else. But Let me just remind you, no, you don't have it worse than anybody else. God still loves you, has not left you, nor He has forsaken you. And He wants to remind you that you have a church home here of people that can come around you and lift you up in prayer, be an encouragement to you. Amen? That's what the church exists for. So the next time... You catch yourself wallowing in pity. And believe me, those days will come to everybody. Remind yourself of these faces here today that have lifted you up, that have encouraged you up at one time or another. Amen. And then on top of that, God Almighty who lifts you up and lifts you and carries you through those times. That is the mighty God we serve. And I thank Garvin for uh, reminding us of those promises today. Amen. One thing I did mention at the outset, this week, Chris, his son, Chris Loney and Garland celebrated birthdays. Give him a big hand today. They celebrated birthdays this week. Garland is 29 and uh, I'm just kidding. I'll let him tell you how old he is. Chris I believe turned 17 uh, I mean uh, just to see Chris as well growing from the yeah. little boy in this church that I've known him now into this young man yeah. at 17 yeah. years of age it's just been amazing to see their growth yeah. And then also we have one other person in the church that was celebrating a birthday who's not here today but make sure you wish uh Lila a happy birthday yeah. it's her birthday today and uh, she's out of town I believe in Stockton you said family. with family so Um, Why don't you stand with me as we close here today? I want to say a a prayer for Charmaine today. Uh, She's been facing a tough time yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Um, This is preparing to bury her husband. Praying also for the entire Morzo family. Siblings, brothers, sisters, I mean, cousins, uncles, aunts. Everything. Anytime something like that happens, it always impacts the whole family. And how many know that that God can lift us up? God gives us a peace that passes all understanding we, we, we see and read in the Bible. And uh, that's what we want to pray for today. So if you bow your heads with me, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you the glory and honor first of all today. We thank you, Lord, for your holy presence, your spirit. Lord, that spoke to us right now, reminded us, challenged us to be in your word, to pray. Lord, to fellowship with one another, to not miss the and not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as you teach us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. Lord, we ask you right now, Father, blessings upon this church. But Lord, right now, we want to lift up our sister Char- Charmaine to you. Father, we're praying prayers of. Peace and comfort would be her strength today. I'm praying, Father, that God, that you would fill her right now with peace. The peace that passes all understanding, that would wipe away every tear. That, Lord, that she would not be overcome with loss. But, Lord, that you would remind her and that you would fill her with your very presence right now. And that, God, as you do that, Lord, that you would remind her that Sonny is now in heaven at the feet of Jesus right now serving you, Lord, worshiping you, Lord. No more pain in his body, rejoicing with you. No tears, Lord, but just rejoicing with you, almighty God, at the throne of heaven. And so, Lord, we rejoice because of that right now, but we lift up Charmaine. We lift up every family member that has known Sonny and has suffered this loss. We pray, God, for every single one here today, including those of us in this church that got to know him. Some of those in this church that have known him for years, we pray for peace and comfort and strength. And God, we look to you. We look to you for that strength right now. And we thank you in the wonderful and mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. And we close with our blessing today. Just raise your hand with me and receive this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' name. Have a wonderful Sunday, church. God bless you. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page, at Foothill Christian American Canyon.